Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. I think one of the greatest games of all time was played on Sunday night, and that deserves a power spread analysis covering every play, going quarter by quarter. So I'm going to break down these podcasts. There's going to be four podcasts for each quarter of this game. And do not worry, I will not do that with every other game. All, all the four games are great, but I, I'm just going to do that for this game. And let's get started, because I don't want these quarter podcasts to get too long either. Chiefs and Bills. Three things I noticed right away that go right into what I consider to be culture. Personnel, operation, strategy. What's the personnel like? Well, tons of talent on both sides. There's no doubt about it. I'm not, you know, I don't need to talk about that. We all know the talent. What I saw was a lot of tension, high, high tension. You know, the crowd was tense. (laughs) The players were tense on the field, rightly so. They both have great respect for each other. These are two great teams. This, to me, was the Super Bowl. These were the two best teams. And there was a ton of focus on this game, a ton of hype. So there was a lot of tension, and it came out early on. Uh, Operation. With all that tension... Even in the beginning, these guys played great. And by the end, I mean, all through the game, they were playing great. And by the end, they exploded because they were trying so hard to win. And, you know, it wasn't just the quarterbacks. They were led by their quarterbacks. Those two quarterbacks have a lot to do with it, definitely. But there was a lot of players just kicking butt on both sides. And to me, that's the operation. I mean, there's a whole lot. I'm not going to get into the front office and all that stuff right now. But let's just get into the fact that what happened in practice during those weeks... They were well-prepared, and they played great. And, and a part of that's a tribute to the coaching, but a part of that is a tribute to the talent and the experience and the players. But that's personnel, operation, and then finally strategy, schemes. What I saw right away were, were two conservative defensive schemes, disappointing because they had just been so aggressive the games before. A slightly conservative Kansas City offensive scheme. Um, and the one guy that was going for it was Brian DeBole. The offensive quarter, or like I like to say, Dabu, Dabu. That's for you, Woods. No, um, I was, I, you know, he, he Dabble just went right at it the way he's been doing it all year, and it was great. Uh, in the beginning, in the beginning, in the first quarter. So we come out, we have this opening drive by the Bills that takes seven minutes, half the quarter, 13 plays. Now, you can come out with a no huddle, which I said they both could try to do, and they didn't. And I, you know, there was a fear of these offenses by the head coaches and by both defenses that was not power spread mentality, not power spread philosophy, not aggressive. So without the aggression, you're not going to even get to the variety and the flexibility. So is it understandable? Absolutely. Is it something you want? Absolutely not. So it was what it was. Um, there was not going to be any no huddle. But, you know, if you're not going to do the no huddle, then do the next best thing in my mind. Well, the best thing would be to mix it. You either do a high tempo and just blast it and go for it and be super aggressive and let the points rack up on the, both sides, but you know you just blast them on. Or you mix it a lot. You mix the tempo, you mix all that. Or you say, you know what? We're just going to run our offense play by play, slow and steady, win, wins the race, and you know we will keep the other offense off the field. 
So that, you know, if you're going to do that, do it. Go for it. And they did. They, both teams went for that, especially, you know, slow, methodical. Believe it or not, they were very methodical, but the plays were amazing, so it's hard for people to see that. 13 plays, 7 minutes. Then Kansas City had it for like 6 minutes, 11 plays. They each had one drive per, in the quarter, basically. But what drives they were. They were great drives, especially Buffalo's. From a scheme perspective, Buffalo's was fantastic. Kansas City's was more about Mahomes scrambling. But anyways... Uh, so two fourth down conversions. How about that? One of them around midfield. So that was absolutely incredible. Um, QB on one of the conversions, a QB power sweep to the right. Are we looking at the 1940s? What, what's going on here? Tailback from the single wing in the 1930s and 20s. That's unbelievable. And Nate Allen, and I predicted he would get hurt. I did. And unbelievable. I thought he's the one who hurt Matthew. On that run and that power sweep on fourth down for the first down, um, I thought he kicked him in the head, but it was actually Matthew's own player, defensive tackle, who banged him with his knee. Um, but then I'm like, geez, Allen is injuring people. He's not getting injured. And then later in the game, he actually did injure uh, Ward, the cornerback, the defensive back who he ran right over. So the, guy, the quarterbacks, you know, here we are. I've had people tell me from a long time ago, they'll never be running quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, got, now the quarterback's injuring other people. <laughs> It's unbelievable, but I, I, I just can't believe how aggressive. And it was the thought I always had, if you just stay aggressive as a runner, like a running back. I know he's big, but there's been other big guys who get hurt a lot, Carson Wentz. And he's, and he's just being aggressive and not worried, I guess, and, and, and not having that focus. Anyway, a lot of short passes because of the conservative cover two, cover six that uh, Spagnuolo was running for uh, Kansas City. So we had two swing passes to the right to Singletary, one for 13, one for 16 yards. We had a dump over the middle to him that he just burst from the middle and raced to the sideline and, and got a 16 yards. And that's the problem with being too conservative in the zone. Back, racing back deep in the zone and the linebackers bailing out, you're giving tons of space to these guys, just like we see later with Hill. It's no good. It's no good. Now, what is good is the matchup zone I'm about to cover. Uh, that Buffalo was doing because that's you're getting a zone, but you're matching up one on you know man to man aggressively. Anyways, um, we had a wide open Knox tight end going across the middle on one play. It was a nice play action, throw it the other way. Uh, that's the misdirection stuff the bull likes to do. Power spread, Knox wide open, great receiver from the tight end position, drops the ball right in his hands. Tension, absolute tension going on there, nerves. Um, we had a McKenzie, McKenzie, that slot back they're using, like Percy Harvin in the day with Urban Meyer. He's flying around back there, zipping around like a little fly, little fly sweep, little jet sweep, little jet. And uh, he had a sweep right off the jet sweep for 12 yards. And we set up a first and goal. And then the exotic stuff comes out. Now, Kansas City is not the only one who does this stuff, pure PS. Uh, we had a diamond set to the right. Reminds me of these PSAR, these air raid guys from college. Stuff. You had this diamond set, four guys over there on the right. Kansas City only put three guys on them. I thought they could throw that out there. They didn't. Uh, they were just doing a jump pass with Allen. He faked the run up the gut. A Tebow, this is from Urban Meyer too, by the way, back in the day with Tim Tebow. You run up the gut, jump up in the air, throw a little dink pass over the middle. Problem is the, the cornerback who was covering the receiver didn't even see it wasn't even looking for it. It was kind of a mess. The whole thing, I don't know what they were trying to do there. I, I swear to God, McDermott looked kind of embarrassed on the sideline. Like he started clapping like, okay, guys, just forget about that. That was embarrassing as hell. So I don't really know what that was all about. It looked kind of cool, but I don't know what they were trying to do. Uh, Allen started to run into the line. No one was fake. The receiver wasn't open. He just whipped the ball, ball incomplete. 
Second down, they did a little read option with Singletary. Good call by Romo. I think I called that. There was a little uh, stunt or a big stunt with um, Joan. Uh, jo- well, oh, no, I'm sorry. This is, no, this is the other one. No, this is a read option. This wasn't, I'm, I'm sorry, I got that a little mixed up. A read option to Singletary to the left. And Jones, the defensive tackle who did not play the first game, just blew it up. And, and then that made it easy for Sorensen and Hughes to come down. Hughes stayed home. The cornerback had a really good game until he got burned at the end of the game. Everybody will remember that. But he had a really good game throughout the game on running defense and passing coverage. And Sorensen came up too, and they, all cl- they closed it down, but it was blew up by Jones in the middle. And then they, on third and goal, they did an inverted read option. Again, Allen in the backfield. Two got two backs to his behind him uh, on either side, and Allen did a keep off the read option. And oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't what an inverted. I'm sorry, another that was a running back to Allen's left. He ran, he raced past Allen in front of him. Allen could give him it for the sweep or keep it for the keeper up the gut. Allen kept it for the keeper. He was right to do so because they had covered the sweep. And as he was running up the gut, Jaron Reed for Kansas City was on a stunt. The defensive end, uh, Ingram, crashed down, and then Reed was going around him, and he went right into the Allen, right into the play. It was amazing. It was, it was a perfect call to stop that. So that worked out, and that was a little bit of aggressive on defensive line, but um, a call by the defensive line. But anyway, so Allen was stopped. So now we got fourth down, another fourth down on t- goal, and they go for it, of course. And they just came out, and after all that running with Allen, he actually takes this shotgun snap, he had single terry to his left, four receivers, takes the snap, starts to, and he just holds down and, and, and freezes. He just goes like he's going to run up the gut and freezes. It froze everybody in the middle, the linebackers and DBs. Single terry was already racing out to the left, but all their eyes were on Allen. Now, you don't even need eye candy. See, that's kind of like another kind of eye candy. People talk about all the motions and the reverses. That's what Shanahan does and, and Reed does, but just sit there and freeze. And that's what Allen did. Everybody froze with him and then a little pitch out to the left to Singletary. All those guys that were frozen couldn't get out there in time. The only guy who had a chance was uh, Hughes was way out wide covering man on man. He didn't even see it. The one guy who had a chance was uh, Sneed and Nickelback. And Gabriel Davis was blocking him and held him. He held him. It wasn't a terrible hold. It was just for a minute, but he held him. They could have called it. They didn't call it. And even if he hadn't been held, he might not. It would have been one. I mean, Singletary might have got in anyway. There was nobody else out there. And Singletary just waltzed in. So big time drive, ate up a lot of clock. Conservative start by the defense, like I said. But the players were so disciplined in their technique, in their practice, they, they were ready to go. They made the Bills work for it the whole way down. The players played really well in defense. But the Bills got the two fourth downs. There was a nice play by the defensive end, Clark, on a little screen to Diggs. And. Um, it was, a, it was a dig screen pass, and Clark raced out there from his defensive end position, and Hughes came down on the cornerback, and they got him. Uh, there was good tackling in the secondary. Hitchens, number 50, the linebacker in the middle, was burned a lot in that first drive. He was the one guy getting a little bit burned, but nothing serious, but enough that he was keeping drives alive. He was a little bit on misdirections, maybe a little over-anxious, a little too over-aggressive with this misdirection stuff, but just good plays on offense, so I can't blame him too much. Really good stuff by DeBull. And then... Uh, like I said, there was the hold on the touchdown, but they got away with it. So now we come over to uh, Kansas City gets the ball. And they were a little conservative 
Uh, too much drop back. I didn't want them dropping back so much, but not enough misdirection. Um, not enough power. They ran a power run twice, and it got four yards or five yards each time. And they could have kept going. They didn't do enough of that power, in my opinion. Like I liked what McVay did the week, the week before. Um, but the thing was, the Bills' defense was so conservative, so it didn't matter. <laughs> they were definitely not f- facing Pittsburgh. And I don't care who's number one for the year. Pittsburgh's defense was aggressive and was, on f- was, was really had the Kansas City in trouble. And that game could have been much different very easily, but it didn't turn out. But the point is, and the Kansas City used their overaggression, but the Bills were just staying back in, you know, um, cover uh, two or whatever, cover six. I don't know, a lot of cover two. So, um, but we'll get to the matchup zone they were doing. Um, Mahomes improved on four big scrambles, three big runs. No spy by the Bills. They still were not spying. I said in my preview, you got to get a spy. They didn't learn their lesson from before. And they did do a defensive line spy later. But, you know, what are you doing, guys? Come on. Um, Near the goal line, of course, we had a quick screen, a jet sweep, an RPO. So it was getting a little, you know, so the Chiefs pumped up their aggression a bit on scheme there. Um, McKinnon, like I said, the Bills were light on defense. Five defensive backs versus two tight end. So, you know, they're coming out. Kansas City in one-two personnel a couple times, and the Bills didn't make up for that. They kept their five DBs and their light. You know, they do have one big defensive tackle, Latui, and they have a good uh, big linebacker, Edmonds. But other than that, they're too light. And the Bills could have McKinnon got four yards each time. Give them more. But so we got a third and six in the beginning there, and Mahomes improvs. He scrambles out. And does a little shovel pass to McKinnon for the first time down. It was great. McKinnon made a one-handed catch. And what, why was he can, what would happen to Mahomes there? Well, they looked like they were doing a cover two man. And they jumped into a matchup zone. And it was fantastic. And it's reminding me of what Bulls did, but without the gap defense of it. But it's more like a bracket. And I'll talk about that in a minute. They went into like a, bra- a matchup zone bracket where one of the inside linebackers, or both, but I saw only one at a time, turns his body in a technique to just bracket the middle. In other words, we're not letting anybody take the middle here. We're, we're keeping them out of the middle. We're going to keep them out of the middle. So it's a, an aggressive matchup zone. And when I talked about it in the, when I was ripping on Romo, I was saying that the one guy, Wallace, went out of his zone. I'm going to show this in a video. He, that was a, not a mistake. They were taught to do that. This is unbelievable stuff. So it's different than Bulls, but unbelievable in a different way. But it starts with a matchup zone like what Bulls was doing to Kansas City. And then when you match up with the guy, you, you, you do it with your instincts and with your eyes. If there's no one else around, you follow that guy. And, and, and everybody takes a guy, and it takes a tremendous amount of communication and teamwork. That's, this is why the defense of the Bills was so strong on pass this year. And, you know, they lose a guy like Traverius White, Traverius White, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. They lose him in the middle of the year, bring in a seventh-round draft pick, and you're going to tell me that guy's as good as him and they didn't miss a beat? No way. No way. This is coaching. This is scheme. Everybody wants Leslie Frazier's head on a plate now. That's ridiculous. Leslie Frazier, McDermott have done a great job. They were maybe too conservative here, too much fear for the KC offense, I know, but... All year, I mean, that, that matchup zone I loved. I wish they would have kept doing it instead of go to man-to-man, and it got burned later. But anyway, so it's third and six. And my guess is Mahomes was shocked, was, was confused. I'm thinking they didn't do this all year, and they did this for Kansas City. So this was a hell of a, a, a great defensive game plan on that. They just didn't stay aggressive enough throughout the game on it. 
So Mahomes got confused on that matchup zone. Edmonds bracketed and then raced over and bracketed a guy on the sideline. It was bizarre looking. And Milano, the great uh, defend, uh, linebacker cover guy, had his dude, uh, the running back McKinnon, had him like a, a fly on you-know-what. And Mahomes was, but Mahomes scrambled out. And then McKinnon made a nice little reverse improv himself, came back into the middle of the field. M- Milano couldn't stay with him. A little shovel pass, one-handed catch. First down, drive is alive. So right there, that could have been the end of the drive. That, that, that was big, really big. Now... We get Kelsey on the next play sliding over the middle in the cover two, just a, just a very conservative cover two. Kelsey wide open, but he didn't sit. He kept sliding, and he slid too far, and Mahomes missed him. I don't under, Again, tension. I think there was some tension from everybody going on, so a little bit of a mix-up there. Then we had a read option left, a gap scheme, power gap scheme. Lineman banging him out and up the gut, four yards, five yards. You know Why not more of that, guys? Third and five, third and six now. We got another problem here, right? Mahomes goes back to pass. Wide receivers, the wide receivers. Hill went vertical, straight down the middle of the field, all the way like a long bomb. Other receivers spread out everywhere. And the one guy left in the middle was Edmonds. Was he spying? Nope. He was having the running back man on man. He follows him out. The running back flares out right. Now all the receivers, Hill's deep. Everyone else is spread out right and left. Absolutely no one left in the middle. The defensive line, I don't know if they were supposed to contain, but they certainly didn't. They rushed him, and there goes Mahomes, 35 yards. First down, right up the middle. Unbelievable. I mean, what are you doing, guys? What are you doing here? So the game plan is that that matchup zone was amazing, brilliant stuff. Having no spy, I don't know what to say. Anyway, it's like Romo, brilliant stuff, and then he's saying everything's double coverage. Okay, (laughs) I'm never going to let it go. Help me. All right, Hardeman. Jet sweep left with Hardeman, receiver. Super fast dude. Um, the Bills did a good job. They were ready for it. Again, preparation, operation. They were ready. But, you know, it's tough because Mahomes does a great job of carrying out the fakes. That's power spread football. It's something you don't see Ben Roethlisberger doing and, or people like that who aren't used to this stuff. Mahomes carried out a stretch run right, like a, a, run, a, a right run play with the running back, and the, and the team was frozen, the defense, but they were ready enough that they got Hardman after only four yards. They were, they, so they did a great job on that because that could have been a big play. Second and six, another uh, strong four-man rush, um, but all the routes went to the right, and it left Mahomes by himself in another scramble. Again, no spy, and he had a great pump fake on Addison, avoided Oliver, jumped over him, and scrambled for seven yards and another first down. That's the play where Romo goes off that it was man, double coverage. It wasn't. It was a matchup zone. All the guys carried their, all the receivers ended up on the right, though, carried their guys to the right, and it gave um, Mahomes room to scramble on his left. I will go over that in a video. And then the next play, I'll probably do a video too. Uh, it was an RPO, and it was first down, and the linebackers bit. They came in, so Mahomes wisely passed over them or tried to pass over them. And there was a little uh, man beater on the right across there where Hill went underneath Kelsey. And they, it was man on man, and it was great communication. Johnson just left his man Kelsey and jumped on Hill and was all over him. And it could have been called an interference, but it wasn't. And uh, Kelsey was wide open, too, because Jackson, the cornerback, didn't expect that. And he went with Hill for a minute, too. Then he raced back to Kelsey too late. Mahomes didn't see it because he was getting rushed by the left defensive end, Rousseau. 
the young guy, were so just burnt, just went right past that right tackle, Wiley. The right tackle position for both teams was weak and was getting past, you know, beat up the whole game. So he went right past Wiley. So that kind of messed up Holmes. But then guess what? Illegal man downfield. And that's what happens with an RPO. I'll show this in a video. It was Humphrey, too, of all people, the great rookie center. But he just came out of college. In college, you can go further down the field. So he got called for the penalty. You can't go as far down the field. So those RPOs are a little trickier in the NFL. So then we had a little short pass with the cover two zone to the left to Pringle to bring up um, a, a, a third and short, a third and short, I guess it was, because I think uh, it was short, third and short. And um, again, this was an interesting coverage. Again, it looked like uh, cover two zone, but they went into a, uh, oh no, not that, that was cover two zone. Then on the third and short, on, the, on another scramble by Mahomes for a touchdown, four wide, Hill in the backfield. They had Hill in the backfield and they had McKinnon, the running back, out wide. Great stuff. Hill went flying down the left sideline. He raced down the left side. Malone, and in the matchup zone, Milano, the linebacker, grabbed him and, ra- and decided that, uh, I don't know how they decide this stuff, but he said, I'm taking this guy the whole way. And he took him the whole way down the sideline. He was holding him a little bit. The, the refs didn't see that. But all right, we'll let that go too because... You know, you know, went the you know. I don't know. These bills are getting away with everything. Okay, anyway, and um, Edmonds did a bracket, and Kelsey came into that bracket, and he grabbed him. And the neat thing about this, this was like a quarters coverage. And I'm going to do this on a video too. So you know what? I won't get into it too much here. But Hyde came up as a robber, so it was like a quarters matchup zone bracket robber. I, I mean, it was crazy. And, and Hyde came up. He, he had his eyes on Mahomes, and that's what the robber does. He eye the quarterback, and you rob the routes. You rob them. And he, he ran up on Pringle first on the post, but then Poyer took him. He passed him off to Poyer, his teammate. Then he jumped on Kelsey, but then he let him go with uh, the, the cornerback who had him or whoever I just said. And then he jumped on Hardman, who had just come into his zone, the, zone, the area there and was going back out. But Johnson had him man-on-man. Man. That was the one guy who had a man-on-man. Man. Everybody else was matchup zone. Then he saw Mahomes take off, and he ran after Mahomes, and he just got there a bit late, and it was a touchdown. Again, no spy. That's the problem there. But, um, and, and, when, and when Hughes came in to get Mahomes there, it was an easy pump fake for Holmes. See, the, it's hard for the defensive lineman to just contain. It's very difficult. Anyway... This man at matchup zone had more freedom than Bulls. Bulls matchup zone had more of a gap effect. This has a lot of freedom to it, so this is fascinating. Anyway, 11 plays, 6 minutes, somewhat conservative, but they ate up the clock and 7-7. Seven to seven. So more aggressive. The Bull was more aggressive than Reed to start, but Mahomes saved the day. Mahomes, and maybe that's what Reed let it in Mahomes' hands there. Um, great matchup zone, but Mahomes is tough, and you had no spy. So that's what I got for the first quarter. 22 minutes, guys. We got issues. We're going to be doing a good 20 minutes. And you know what? I'm going to have to do overtime too. So we've got five podcasts. I'm going to wrap on this. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.